Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz be! With the pumped up kicks, you better run. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to the Lucifer After Show here on After Buzz TV. Today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 5, entitled... Sweet Kicks. kicks. Sweet Kicks. I would have preferred a title like, what are those? <laughs> like, that would have been pretty cool. Right. Um, of course, as usual, I'm your host, Stephen Lemieux. You can find me on Twitter, at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-A-O-X. And go ahead and check out our other network, uh, The Popcorn Talk, where you can find all our movie shows, which are awesome for all your movie discussion needs. Sorry I wasn't here last week, but I knew I could count on Mr. Dave Child and Samantha Benitez to take care of this train and keep it moving. We but did that great. we did. Choo-choo. I heard you guys did fairly awesome. awesome. Yeah, I, I got, I'm I got like, some, wait a second. You. I got a few tweets that were just like, we don't need you anymore. And I was like, damn. I was debating coming back because my ego was bruised. No, but we wanted you to we come need back. back. The Coming, team stays intact. The team is back. Speaking of the team, Isis has decided that she can't do the show anymore, unfortunately, just because of timing. Right. There's like three shows that she really loves at the same time for the studio taping, and she just couldn't do Lucifer. But it's totally fine. You can still follow her on Twitter at Isis Velasquez 3, I think, is her Four. Twitter. I thought it was four, but four. maybe it might be three. three or four. Uh, follow all of them. Follow all of them. <laughs> and in the meanwhile, while you're on Twitter following people, tweet at the show with, uh, you can just tweet at us. Again, me at Stephen Lemieux. Where can we find you, Samantha? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Samantha underscore Benitz. You can find me at at MRDaveChild and DaveChild.com. MR. MR. Like Mr. Like Mr. <laughs> like Mr. Like... But don't write out Mr. It's just the sort and Just mister. the abbreviation. Yeah, and when you're trying to spell Mazikeen, just have fun and <laughs> see what you can do. Starbucks nice. employee one. Yes. Right. Uh, as, as listed on MDB. Um, <laughs> so... You wanted to really find out who that. Really, I, yeah, I had to I mean, find out who that was. Uh, that's um, Starbucks employee one. So Ooh. overall thoughts, just to kick it off, what did you think of the episode, guys? I mean, I thought I this has uh, kind of been my favorite episode since the pilot for some reason. I, I'm still trying to figure out why, and I think it's because there's a bit more supernatural stuff, Maze and Amenadiel, and I think that's why. I think they became more of a figure in the show in this episode, and we'll talk about that later on, but I think that's why I enjoyed it more. There's more gears at work. Yeah, there's like a before bigger it was, story going on. It was just Lucifer doing his thing, and then Amenadiel being sad about it. Now right, it's yeah. Lucifer doing his thing, Mazikeen plotting, Amenadiel plotting, and yeah. introducing new characters like the Chief of Police and some people that might be coming back mm-hmm. around Definitely. more and more. How about you, Samantha? I like this episode. I thought the dichotomy between Chloe and Lucifer is always interesting, and I love that she is just immune to all of his charms. It just, it still cracks me up for some reason. It just is enjoyable for me to watch since he just pretty much takes the panties off of any other women. So to me, I enjoy seeing, yeah, no joke. So, you know, that was also great, but I really like that Amenandiel and also Maze were brought up more in this episode, and it's definitely foreshadowing to some big, Climactic moment, which I'm excited for. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm I I watched this up. I watched uh, last week's episode earlier today, mm-hmm. and then I watched this week's episode just now. So I'm still what? kind of wow. processing everything. Okay. Um, 
I really like last week's episode. Like, I'm consistently liking the show. So a lot of I get I get tweets from from fans who are like, "Well, I know that from the first and second episode, I didn't like it." Like, this mm-hmm. is the fan speaking. They're like, "I didn't like it, but I stuck with it because Dave, Samantha, and Steve." Yeah. And I'm like, "Thank you." Like, that's, that's really nice to hear. Actually, yeah, yeah it means really a lot. Because because you know, a lot of shows go through go through their their puberty yeah. per se. Like where it's like you don't <laughs> know what pains. you don't know what they're gonna be. Yeah, and like you can't judge a series by its first five episodes. Right. And luckily with this show, we're really kind of getting more development than sometimes you don't get within the whole first season. Right. So I'm, I'm excited they showed Mazakin's face in right. the mirror. They are showing Lucifer using his powers a little bit more, which yeah. we, we will hopefully see the, um, the side effects of that if we right. ever go back to visit uh, the artist dude. What, what was his name? Sorry. Ooh, oh, the uh, one who's bashing Benny Chow. Yeah, if yeah. we ever go back to see Benny Chow in prison, like, and he's insane, like the other guy. <laughs> yeah, like I love that yeah. we're leaving these people alive with the puzzle pieces of who's going to put together that Lucifer is driving these people insane, literally right. taking their soul with his eyes. That's what my guess is. Yeah, and it also makes it seem like they're going to, like, he's Lucifer is going to keep playing with him in some way because he mm-hmm. said, like, oh, I think I'll keep it, and that was a nice little. You saw a darker side of Lucifer. It didn't feel like it was. It was kind of stepping back from that storyline of like, I'm just becoming a swell guy. <laughs> I'm becoming like a good guy and I feel fine about it. A sweet it. mortal, yeah. Yeah, you got to see him kind of play with that Lucifer dark side. And you got to see like Maze kind of be a killer demon. And the yeah. face thing, by the way, I was very excited about because <laughs> that's what her face looks like in the comics. Right, you were mentioning that. Yeah, she has half of a face and then she wears a mask on the other half of her face in the comics. So it was nice to have a little nod to the comics by seeing that kind of decrepit half. Do you think we're mm-hmm. going to get the the mask half? I don't think we're going to get the mask because I think that's her mask is what everyone else sees. Mm-hmm. Got it. You know, I think the, the her demon side is the is the half a face. Okay. So. So I think um, I think what's really interesting about the show is every week they're taking a a picture of morality and comparing it to how the devil interacts with that. So right. this one is the cause and effect of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're looking at is we're looking at Lucifer uh, dealing with the fact that okay, so is he is he responsible, albeit indirectly responsible, and should he feel guilty for anything that he does? Or are the people still the ones that hold the responsibility? Because let's say you have a deal with the devil, okay? And I say, hey, Satan, let me go ahead and just make this deal with you because I really want a gun. I really want a gold-plated magnum. Give me that and I'll owe you a favor, right? Mm -hmm. And Satan says, cool, you'll owe me a favor. Give me the gun. So he gives me the gun and then I go directly and I kill five people. Mm -hmm. So... Is Satan responsible for that, or is the humanity responsible for that? So that's the real, that's kind of like the problem we're facing here. So Benny Chow, what he did was he got a favor from Lucifer to, the favor was to get his first art show off the ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is apparently years and years ago. Uh, One of the questions that uh, somebody tweeted at me was, wait a second, this guy's from a long time. This guy obviously asked for this favor years and years ago, but Lucifer's only recently come to L.A. How does that work? Lucifer's visited the real world to give favors for a millennium. Yeah, I also Mm -hmm. don't know how recent he's actually come to L.A. Yeah. Because I feel like he's maybe been around L.A. long enough for Lux to become like a popular nightclub, right. he was in uh, L.A. long enough to turn um, that one girl into a really you know, powerful pop star. Pop before star. she died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I feel like he's probably been around for at least a year or two, and I feel like he could have done all of this in a year or two. Cause yeah. Especially since L.A. has a very short-term memory. Yes. So whenever they're like, oh man, this guy is now rich and famous, and he's been around... Um, the the shoe art world for a long time now that could have just been for like six months or a year yeah so ex- except he's out of prison that's like seven years right so what the what, yellow viper yeah so what yeah. Benny Choi asked for was to get his first art show off the ground yeah so Lucifer through getting him that so the 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 favor wasn't help me get off prison help me. Avoid going to prison. Yeah. Because if that was the favor, Lucifer would have been not inclined to help him. The favor was indirectly, get me my first art show, and through the process of doing that, 
you have to get me off prison, mm-hmm. which in the process of doing that pushes all the blame onto Yellow Viper, right. which is the whole kind of butterfly effect of this episode. That probably would have been a pretty good name for this episode because mm-hmm. yeah. uh, she mentions it. Uh, Chloe mentions that it's the cause and effect. Right. So he helps him get out of jail to get his art show off. All the blame goes on Yellow Viper, and if Yellow Viper hadn't gone to jail and taken all the blame, then Yellow Viper wouldn't have gotten out of jail and fired the gun or whatever. Yeah, and it's also nice, I think this might have been the first time they're cleaning up a crime that's the fault of Lucifer in some way or form. I think in the in the series so far, because of that little connection. Right, so his it's, involvement with it. Yeah, because normally the crimes they're cleaning up are someone else's, he has nothing to do with it. And this is the first one he has some connection with. So what's interesting in that, in that you can take, is would this crime have happened regardless? Hmm. Whether Lucifer was involved or not. So you have Benny Choi and you have Yellow Viper, right? Mm -hmm. Yellow Viper is the one with talent, which we find out in the end. So the whole reason this crime happened and the only reason that Paola died was because Benny Choi was trying to frame Yellow Viper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now... Let's say, for instance, that Lucifer didn't get, um, didn't get him his first art show. Whatever. Well, yeah, I think they're the, still going down to prison. And if one of them finagles it either way, I mean, it could have happened the exact same way technically because right. Yellow well, Viper was still the artist, and Benny Choi still couldn't have supported himself pretending to be the artist behind Yellow Viper's work. Yeah, right? except you wouldn't have a super successful artist, which is where the whole crime, this crime, begins with, mm-hmm. is someone who's like. Uh, reached a level of success that is only reached because of Lucifer's involvement. But that's not to say it's Lucifer's fault necessarily, because if you look back on Adam and Eve in the garden, whose fault is choice. it to, yeah, mm-hmm. to take the apple, even though you know Satan and the snake offers the apple? Is it the snake's fault for offering the apple, or is it, right. that's or is his it humanity's job. fault for taking the yeah. apple? Yeah, Lucifer is all about tempting people and so that is his ultimate goal so i feel like he justice justifies whatever he's doing by saying well i gave them a choice that's god's whole method and that's the fight of all time is it like predestination or free will so seeing now with all these choices that people are making it's of course going to end in a bad manner if you're involving any sort of deal with the devil we've seen that you know previously in bedazzled you've seen it in faustus you know the tale where this guy you know sells his soul for a few wishes and basically ends up everything you know is less than what it appeared to be so you you'll say you'll get this deal for ferrari and you'll get like a broke down Chevy, you know, like he finds a way to, yes, you're on four wheels and you're good to go, but it comes with strings. So that's his deal. I feel like in everything. It's interesting you say that because so far people have not really gotten the short end of the deal. He actually gives them what they ask. for. Yeah, it appears that way. I feel like until it unveils. So I feel like it's the illusion of getting what you want until another factor until the chaos falls and the chips fall on the table exactly observes yeah Yeah. and and actually it's interesting you bring that up because in the pilot he's kind of upset when when the person he gives a favor to gets a short end of the stick Mm -hmm. who because when she gets killed Mm -hmm. even though he's someone who he gave her this fame and it's what she did with the fame Mm -hmm. that is kind of her own fault in lucifer's mind at least And that's what I think is developing more as he's spending time as a mortal, in essence, because I don't think he originally started off giving deals with the intention of, here, I'm going to give you the best deal possible, because that's not really in his nature. Like, to me, I think he's progressively doing things that are kinder to humanity because he can more so identify with them now that he's lived amongst them and is kind of falling for, you know, this detective as well. So I think he wants to be a part of this world. And... In that, he can see himself in their shoes, you know, being the son of, or, you know, a fallen angel from God's heaven, you know. So I think he can understand that. So let's say, let's just kind of play a fun game here and say that once Lucifer interacts with somebody, Mm -hmm. the die is cast and just however the chips fall, they fall. What if Chloe has done a deal with something else? And can't be be affected by Lucifer because the die is already cast. Lucifer can't change Chloe's destiny, really, because she's already gotten a favor and we're waiting for the the ball to drop on that. Right. Right. Potentially. 
Well, Chloe is really interesting because I still, and we were talking about this last week, is I still think that Chloe is kind of, I think, a tool of God somehow or something because I think she's the only one that can actually hurt Lucifer. Right now they're making it seem like Lucifer's mortality is like uh, is can be affected by anyone. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the previous uh, episode and this episode, the only one who can really hurt Lucifer so far that we can tell when is Chloe. Mm-hmm. Or slap him in the face in the Good elevator. <laughs> like, and every time, every no one, he doesn't do anything. There's nothing that they're setting up where someone hits him and he feels it, except if it's Chloe. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of suspicious in this episode when he punches the guy in the bar and the guy doesn't punch him back. Because if the guy punched him back, I would love to have seen his reaction mm-hmm. to that. Because he could have had his hand broken on his face because it wasn't Chloe. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting, actually, because he. Yeah. If you sock a guy in the face, yeah. um, Samantha, just so you know, in case you ever have a need to right. do this, your mm-hmm. fist hurts. And you see I'm it with sure. Chloe, like later in the episode, she smacks someone in the face and goes like this, and he was surprised with how little his his hand hurt when he mm. hit him in the face because he even says like, "Oh, I hit someone, but um, no bones were broken, unfortunately." You know, or he said something along that lines. So that's that's actually an interesting point I didn't think of. Could mm-hmm. it be that Lucifer is not turning mortal? It's only it's Chloe has the ability to hurt Lucifer. Oh, I read that in the comments. Somebody said she's like his kryptonite. Yes, and I think that's true, mm-hmm. which is important with what they're setting up right now with Mazikeen. Because mm-hmm. Mazikeen's whole point in life, as they've said in this episode, is to protect Lucifer. Mm-hmm. So much so that she shows up as a ninja out of nowhere to kind of like take down a bunch Wreck of people. shop over there, yeah. So I think that's what that whole creepy scene at the end is about, is Mazikeen really confronting the one damaging thing to Lucifer, mm-hmm. which is Chloe. Because I think Chloe can really actually kill Lucifer. But there's got to be a second side to every coin. So what my question would be to you is, if Lucifer, I mean, if Chloe has the power to hurt Lucifer, mm-hmm. could it be that she's also the only one with the power to save Lucifer? That might be true. Because mm-hmm. like, I think if, if you're really going to explore this dynamic of, okay, so Chloe is the only one who has the ability to hurt Lucifer, and potentially Chloe has been turning Lucifer into a mortal, so maybe other people can hurt him, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Mazikeen's sole purpose in life is to protect Lucifer. Mm-hmm. So let's say Mazikeen finds out that Chloe is the one that can hurt Lucifer, so Mazikeen decides to take out Chloe, mm-hmm. or to just remove her from the situation. If Chloe can take away the powers, maybe she can give them back. So we put Lucifer in a situation where he gets hurt away from Chloe, and the only thing that can help him is Chloe. And Mazikeen has to be the one to push him back together. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of room to, for play well, there if you have those mm-hmm. powers. This is what my theory was, and I said it last week was I think we're going to get to the point where um, Chloe has to realize that Lucifer is Lucifer. But that he's being kind of a good guy, and then the choice is going to be with Chloe whether she'll use her ability to hurt him to kill the devil, or if she'll kind of protect him and help him because he's becoming a better guy. And I if, think she'll help him. I think she'll help him right we now. We said it this episode. Mm-hmm. He yeah. said whether she likes it or not, she will always be there to protect him and help him. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that he that she is... Mazikeen, right? Yeah, Mazikeen. Okay. It doesn't mean that she can't do it her own way. Yeah. Like she's that, got her own agenda. And clearly. she says it clearly when she says, I saved you, not her. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I'll do anything for you, is her last words to Lucifer. It's, yep. I will do anything to protect you, but, but if not. I protect you by putting Chloe in danger, so be it. So be it. Yeah. Right. But right now, if she was to do it, like this episode, if she was to kill Chloe, it would make Lucifer angry because yeah. that would go against Lucifer. So she has the, you know, then she'll have the wrath of Lucifer upon her. And mm-hmm. that's that's pretty bad even for a demon, I think. What I'm interested to see is the more, the the, the closer Maze gets to Chloe, mm-hmm. yeah. will Maze start exhibiting some changes? 
I don't think so. I think they are just going to be polar opposites. I think that Maze is definitely still into Lucifer, maybe not in a romantic way. I'm not really sure if it's even a maternal way because I know he referred to her as, you know, his mother for a second. And the conversation they had in the bar to me showed that Maze really does care about him, but she definitely has her ulterior motives. She likes the way things were running. And now that there's a possible change pending, she's not feeling it. And Chloe's clearly a threat. So I, I don't know. I don't think she's going to be there to protect Chloe in any regard in the future, even unless Lucifer is in extreme danger and she's the only saving grace you make a very valid point Mm -hmm. let me rephrase my question because you took it the wrong way Mm -hmm. do you think physically immortality wise Mm -hmm. mazikeen will exhibit any changes from interacting with chloe i don't think so Uh, i don't think i don't think so i think she is specifically locked to lucifer okay Mm -hmm. and i or this is another direction i could see them going i feel like she can she has the ability to affect Lucifer, and maybe we'll find out she has the ability to affect God or something. That's maybe that's this is a big maybe, because if that's the case, if he, if Lucifer finds out that Chloe's a weapon that he can then turn to his uh, to fight the angels, for instance, like maybe we'll find out Amenadiel has has like she can affect Amenadiel somehow, even though she slows down in angel time. But maybe there's a way that he can use her against other angels. And then the whole battle between, you know, Lucifer and the angels might come to a different head because of Chloe. I just think that's a little bit too Dominion. Mm -hmm. Like sci-fi's done it. That's true, but I'm saying that's a way, that's a direction they can go as far as the long game goes. You know, they'll still be solving cases and stuff, but, you know, it could be a direction because... They, he still needs to find out what is her deal, who she is, why she has these abilities. Mm-hmm. So, well, let's say for instance, okay, so you have you have Lucifer and then you have demons. Mm-hmm. Um, are we to assume that the same correspondence in heaven would be God and then angels, or is there something yeah. below angels? No, I think um, like is there if seraphs? It's anything, mm-hmm. Well, if there's, I don't know. There, there's different layers of angels in the. In the you know Testament a lot of or whatever you want to whatever call it. not even yeah just in like the mythology of of the angels and and Satan and demons but demons tend to be below angels um, as in they're not fallen angels the only real fallen angel is Lucifer. is Lucifer there's some other sometimes there's like people like to play with the idea that some powerful demons or or um, other fallen angels that kind of ruled with him or were with him in the battle. Right, like in Paradise down. Lost, they have yeah. Beelzebub, who plays a different character, not even Lucifer directly. So. Yeah, yeah, there's different, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then demons tend to be corrupted souls uh, for people that were people, mm-hmm. and then they're turned into demons, or they're other things that, like, uh, that came out of the darkness that Lucifer found in hell. So they're not, exa- and while angels are of a whole different, created by God, and were before mankind. And then they created mankind, and then that's when the whole jealousy mm-hmm. thing kind of happened mm-hmm. in Paradise Lost. Yep. So. I don't know. I'm, no, I, I agree. Um, so you might, we might find like, are you, are you saying like maybe Chloe is a, sher- a seraph or another form of angel? Or maybe like the spawn of an angel? You know what? I, I mean, I'm, I'm rethinking it a little bit the more I think about it because uh-huh. I just think it's too much of a cliche. Oh, she's an angel. Yeah. Random, I feel like randomly she's Lucifer's a... here and Amenadiel's here and now Chloe's just randomly supernatural. Yeah. Unless Chloe's the, re- the reason in the first place where Lucifer went to ha- went to Los Angeles and he just doesn't know it and it's like a destiny thing. You know, I just – I thought of something and this is going to make me seem like such a huge freaking nerd. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so there's an anime – and I forget what it's called, but the whole part, the whole thing with the anime is that you have your main character, you have your protagonist, and he goes through like a life-altering event, and from then on can see demons that are disguised as people, okay, mm. or angels that are disguised. As, he can see basically the oni disguised as people. Mm. What's really interesting to me right now is Chloe's coming to terms with Lucifer, whether he's the devil or not. 
Is he the devil? Is he not? Are they going to sleep together? Is this like... Because it's so on the nose right now. It's like so... Oh, you must sleep with me, Chloe. You gotta... <laughs> Chloe, sleep with me. <laughs> like, it's just... It's so creepy. Like, it's right. a little bit way too forward to the point where, like, if this is gonna be... Chloe, sleep with me every episode for another three or four episodes, I'm gonna be like... Oh my god, like, either just Let get a restraining order or sleep with him. They get him to shut just the hell up. It. Like, yeah. seriously, get it over with. Whatever. Or Lucifer, just die. Like, chop your thing off. Like, it's just, it, it'll get really old yeah. really fast. And yeah. you know what else is going to get really old? Like, him showing his powers and her not believing he's yes. a demon. So, I think to, to maximize the character potential and the season potential to actually have multiple storylines in a season without... Mm-hmm. Without drying out this whole sleep with me, Chloe, and this whole are you really the devil thing? Yeah, yeah. at this point, believe it. Like, it's just one of those things where I feel like she knows, but she doesn't want to believe it. But it's like, at this point, well, if he can gaze into somebody's eyes and pull out their deepest desires and you're utilizing it every episode, then you got to start believing this guy has some powers. And furthermore, the crazy, you know, violent things he does, even though they're not that violent sometimes. Let's, let's yeah. say that she can. Mm-hmm. Let's say that she is special. Right. Like, let's say that. Let's say she's something special and she's unaffected by gods or demons or whatever. She's something that we Mm -hmm. don't have a name for it because I'm not going to guess. Let's say either her sleeping with Lucifer or seeing his true form triggers something Mm -hmm. that allows her to see the evil in people. Oh, okay. I see. So it's a way of, like, opening up cases. Because she's able to see evil. What we're tackling right now for the Palmetto case and everything, her gut feeling. Her gut feeling is such a big part of this episode and her character as as a character from Palmetto since the series started. So I don't see it. I don't know. I don't see it as a supernatural gut feeling. He's thinking female intuition over there, huh? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's just a cop-like gut feeling Uh that they're playing with. And I think that's a cool idea, but I think that's a whole nother show. Like, I think, I don't think, there's no sense of evil, the evil in someone is something that someone can see. I think they would have introduced that somehow, like, um, like Lucifer could see it, or Maze could see it, or something. Mm-hmm. If that was, like, a path that they were going to go down. It's a cool idea, though. But I, I feel like this, what we're going to find is that she's, her history is linked to all of this uh, religious phenomenon, and then she's going to have to deal with that. That's what I see it as. Like, as that's why I think the cases are going to become more supernatural as it goes on, because that's the only way to kind of keep the show going mm-hmm. while with, incorporating, yeah, the while incorporating the supernatural stuff. I think for the first season, it's fun to just have them deal with um, just people that are bad. But then as it grows, instead of seeing the evil in someone, she has to deal with the fact of like, all right, this person is supposed to be on the good side. This person is going to be on the bad side. And I think she's going to come from what's supposed to be the good side. Like she's going to be descended of Jesus or something. Somebody in the chat said that the anime I'm thinking of is called Haru Kanaru Toku or Toki no Nakade. Oh, of course. Yes. That how one. did you forget that? that? I don't know how I Come forgot. On. It's got to be like a shortened yeah, uh, American version. Yeah, I think there's an version American of that. version of that. Like Blood Scythe or something like that. It's like a lot of animes. I don't know. I think, I think there's a good balance and I think that's, if the show goes this direction, it could be a really smart move mm-hmm. because you're there's Sleepy Hollow. You don't need to have a fully supernatural show. I'm not saying that even. I just But think... then there's also all the shows that are not supernatural. I think there could be a great blend of the two right. by giving her some kind of ability, whether you make it minority reportish where she can see the ties of fate of whether people are going to commit bad things and mm-hmm. then her, she's a detective so she can't act on them until after they do it. Mm-hmm. Or if you make it something yeah. like where there are demons escaping to Earth, taking the form of humans, or it's just people who went to hell are coming back because there's no one there to let them in. Right. And she can sense who's actually from hell or not. Well, I think I think rather than sensing stuff like that, I think it's going to be she's the only one that could actually kill creatures like that. There you go. So mm-hmm. that's what – because that's more down the path where they're going. So I think – What's going to happen is I don't think it's going to become like the show Supernatural or or Dominion or anything like that. But I think they're they're going to find out that there are other demons who are souls from hell that have come up, 
and are corrupting other people in um, in the world, and then that's the crimes that they're going to solve. Those crimes. That's that's kind of where I'm guessing that could be go. all the souls that are not being watched potentially in hell. Yeah, yeah, coming they're up kind of bubbling just, up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think there, havoc. there has to be some consequence to why to him not being in hell. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is why it's scaring in a mm-hmm. You know, what? and would, Maze, and Maze. Yeah, I would love to see. Well, I think Maze cares less about that other than the fact that she's just bored. Yeah, she's she wants bored. to see some torture again. Yeah, she's she's the best torturer yeah. in hell. So. Yeah. I think what would be really cool is to see a scene where Amenadiel is pushing Lucifer to the brink and Chloe shoots him and Amenadiel bleeds. Mm. I think that would be yeah. a really big turning point for the series because then you would realize that it's not it's not Lucifer changing, it's Chloe. And I if you it's... were to kill an angel like if an angel or is doing have the ability to kill an angel. Yeah, if an mm. angel is doing something that by mortal standards is bad and you kill an angel, is it still technically killing an angel? Mm. Is it I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of moral implications there yeah. that deal with the supernatural that could be really interesting to explore. I I genuinely like the show, guys. Like I think it's exciting to yeah. think that like there's this many possibilities. Yeah. And awesome enough, we're gonna have uh, the showrunner join us for an episode. Oh, great. Yeah, so we're, we're locking it down now, but yeah, we should be having him for March 7th episode, but we're going to tape it the next day. On the 8th. Because the cast members are all really cool and they like watching the show together, so they can't do it the night of our after show. Right. Which is fine because we don't want people drinking a lot and then being on the show and saying things they shouldn't because I don't want to be spoiled. <laughs> okay. No spoiler alerts. But yeah, March 8th, we should be having uh, Joe Henderson in here. That's awesome. It's half confirmed, but yeah, it'd be Yay. great to split his mind because... I'm really hoping – I'm hoping that we're going to get this huge shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's all I'm hoping for. Do you guys want to talk about uh, – we do have to talk about the I want to talk about Amenadiel. Amenadiel? I do. Yeah. I mean I thought it was interesting this episode that he was seducing the psychiatrist in essence. Like to me, I just kind of saw the way he went in there with the suit. You know, after hearing that advice from Mays, go in there, you know, looking all suave. That's how she likes him. And – you know, he goes in there looking for Lucifer's file. And the fact that he's kind of doing these sneaky things to get Lucifer back in hell, I'm really wondering where that's going to ultimately lead him. Well, and I, I also think, working with Maze. Yeah. Not a good setup. Yeah, and I think it's what you were talking about, too, mm-hmm. where it's they're dealing with Amenadiel's not that great of a guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem like an Stand angel. Stand up angel. <laughs> yeah, he's not someone who's going around uh, creating miracles and, like, blessing people and healing the sick. He's doing everything that he's doing for his own reasons, mm-hmm. or what he says is like the reasons of, um, of okay. kind of keeping of order. Keeping yeah, order. I think it's. I think the direction they went with this character is cool. Mm-hmm. To yeah. to put him next to the to the psychiatrist instead of just being like, "I am an angel. Tell me what you know about Lucifer. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is awesome." Um, yeah. No, I think it's it's cool because I wasn't expecting the angle of. I'm just another psychiatrist. Let's just talk about it. We can't talk right. to anyone because of client privilege, yeah. but, you know, let's talk to each other. And then he asked her out on a date. Let's go out, you know. So, Fluid exchange. Yeah. I'm like, um, he's kind of willing to do whatever it takes to restore order back in hell, but also yeah. to keep his own self from being the new prosecutor of, you know. But he's got to watch it because as soon as she licks his face, he's not going to know what to do with that. Yeah, Yeah. right? She's got a power over him and it's clear. It's like cats. You like grab them by their scruff and it shuts them down. You lick lick (laughs) Amenadiel's face and he just doesn't know what to do. He's out of service. (laughs) If you take one thing from our after show, be it that if you ever meet an angel and he's trying to attack you, Lick his face. It's like <laughs> punching a shark in the nose. Yeah, yeah. They'll, oh, they'll, they'll, they'll won't know what their feelings are and just like back up. All I can think of is that movie where it's like, ah, bullets, my only weakness. <laughs> That's great. What is that from? I can't remember. That's great. Oh, man. I uh, want to talk about, by the way, um, uh, Pig Diddy. Pig Diddy. Talk about Pig Diddy. Oh, my God. You the, didn't. The most feel like famous it's important pig to talk about Pig Diddy. Spider Pig. Oh, yes. I I just I want to say like I Pig Diddy is a fine name, but you could have gone with Piggy Smalls. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and the fact you didn't go with Piggy Smalls is a little disappointing. <laughs> 
but also might have been too much of a foreshadowing. You about could have just said pig pimping. <laughs> pig oh, pimping. yeah, because the they, pig dies, so the, pig the last does, thing you want to do is... does get shot, so you might not want to name it Piggy Smalls, but I was like, the first thing was like, why not Piggy Smalls? <laughs> then I thought it through, I'm like, oh, I see. Okay, I see why. They may have gone over <laughs> that one why. and scratched it off the list. <laughs> <laughs> that might be, oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, and we got... I guess we did talk a little bit about the Palmetto uh, incident. Yeah, we get to we get introduced to the the Dick Bag who uh, the Dick Bag Dick Bag. I'm gonna just call him Dick Bag. Yeah, we have the douchebag <laughs> guy and now Dick Bag. I've this seen that perfect. actor in a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah he, always he looks plays super the familiar. Jock. Uh-huh. He always plays the jock. He's a little bit older now, so it's good to see him as a cop because it's mm-hmm. kind of a good. Uh, yeah, I mean, he fits the role pretty well. Mm-hmm. But I like the fact that it's kind of the four sticking together against her. Yeah. I thought it was a little too on the nose. It's like, oh, look who's here. Like that. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, she went against one of her own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is also nice because it kind of mirrors Lucifer and what happened with him. Because he went up, but he went against the angels. And now he's like cast out from the rest of the angels. Yeah, so he's like a nice Rudolph the Red Nosed mm-hmm. Reindeer. Right, Except yeah. Eviler. Did we just discover that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is really a story about Satan? Yeah, and Santa coming to terms with Rudolph's red nose and mm-hmm. pitchforks. I mean, He's accepting tail. Satan oh, boy. and letting Satan lead you. Remember this, kids, that Satan, that you won't have a Christmas morning if it isn't for Satan leading the sleigh. What Wait a, a wonderful second. message. Yes. Wait a second. S-A-N-T-A? S-A-T-A-N? It's been in front of us the whole time! After Buzz TV exclusive. <laughs> I'd love to get a Christmas episode. That would be phenomenal. Yes. This show oh, has so yeah. much potential. I'm really looking yeah. forward to it. Uh, Palmetto, she went against the cops. Lucifer, not for her defense. He doesn't need it for her defense. He right. just wanted to sock him in the face because he's a dickbag, which is mm-hmm. great. The ex-husband convinces him not to file charges, but of course, Lucifer always has... Uh, back pockets, like he was an on-duty cop at a bar drinking, so yeah. kind of have the right to punch him, because mm-hmm. right. uh, he loses his job. So if he presses charges, it's just like, okay, well, you can press charges, but I'm the devil, and you can lose your job if you do. So mm-hmm. what's more important, getting sucked in the face? I think it's sad that nowadays nobody can just take a punch and walk away. It's all about lawyers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it used to be great when you could just walk into a saloon and hit a man or shoot him dead on the streets. <laughs> Those were the days. Yeah, you gotta get into gentlemen's quarrels. Yeah. You don't bring lawyers into gentlemen's quarrels. <laughs> Worked out for Hamilton. Oh, wait. Oh. oh my god, everyone in the chat is saying, mind blown, Merry Christmas, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. I'm so sorry for that moment. Oh, um, a million moms that. are screaming right now. <laughs> Son, you cannot celebrate Christmas anymore because it's satanic! Red noses. No red noses. Clowns are banned! (laughs) What do you guys think about the whole thing where Lucifer was talking to Maze and he refers to Chloe as our pet detective? Do you think he's appealing to Maze's senses or do you think he actually feels that way? Does he have this kind of pet or like power complex he likes to think he does Mm -hmm. he likes to think that he doesn't have any emotional attachment to chloe yeah he says like oh if i have sex with her it'll be over (laughs) and even in this episode it's like oh it's just our pet detective isn't it fun (laughs) it's like a very evil british (laughs) yeah well it's it's perfect on point (laughs) very beautiful accent there uh i think well he's like he's fascinated by things he doesn't understand because he's immortal he's been around since the dawn of time so it's that's why he's like having fun with oh I can get killed let's have fun doing that yeah. or you know he doesn't understand who she is so that's why he keeps hanging around and I think kind of considers her a pet because of that so but she I, was the one locking him in the car with the child lock I'm like she's always restoring order right. on him so yeah, if he tries good. to like you by know by the way I'm glad anyway, that mm-mm. didn't work I was like if that works I know Lucifer like, you gone what sort down? of powers does he have <laughs> if Lucifer's like oh that's it. that child good Damn. <laughs> oh man you know how you get past child locks right guys tell me You're really easy okay have your mommy open the door for oh you. Come, on. come on how do you not know this i'm like the driver's mm. seat just click that on no yeah he's satan he can get out of child locks if he yeah. can get out of hell he can get out of yeah. child locks mm-hmm. it was also a police car so it probably had a bit more special locks than yeah. just child locks good point but, but he is satan. satan he is satan yeah. he can or be Santa, any whatever. Lock. 
Open any <laughs> he is lock. Santa. He is Santa after all. So we also get the ex-husband kind of actually confronting Lucifer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I keep saying ex-husband, but that's false. They're still married. They, they are. They're only separated. And I've been saying this for five episodes of X, but it's just separation. So do you think there's any chance of Chloe and uh, her separated Dan. husband getting Dan. back together? And do you think that would cause... Lucifer lose interest, or would he be even more interested? I think it's a challenge, and I think he'd be more intrigued. And Dan kind of tried to lay his claim tonight by saying, you know, she's the mother of my child. Protect her. So he's already said, like, I've formed a relationship with this woman for a long time. She's carried my child like Trixie's in the world, and we want them both protected. So I feel like even now that Lucifer is getting more involved with Chloe, and he's met Trixie and gotten to know how cute she is and sweet, that... You know, he's going to stick around and it doesn't really matter if Dan is a threat because Dan's going to probably see Lucifer, you know, as somebody who's trying to get out his girl and that's going to make him jealous and want to get back what he had originally. So I do think there's going to be some type of plot set up with the two of them eventually. But right. It doesn't seem like Dan has a chance right now, though. Yeah. It has to be like. He's going to have to step up his game big time. He's kind of being too much of a puppy dog Mm -hmm. if he's ever going to actually get her back. He's he's too like. Following her around, being like, "Are you okay? Are you sure you're all right? You're still with Lucifer. Yeah, I don't think you, you should be with him. <laughs> Why are you following him around like that? Like, That's my dad impression. <laughs> I thought that was your Fozzie from the Muppets. Hey. <laughs> wow, this is the saddest Fozzie. It's the saddest Fozzie. But my question, though, for for Dan, yes, it, <laughs> you got a question for me? I was just watching Chloe from afar <laughs> and worrying about her safety. <laughs> but I can't He's answer any questions. That question. I feel really sorry for anyone listening who doesn't see the blank expression on your face when you do the voice. Okay, so Dan, obviously the strife in their relationship is partially caused by Palmetto. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And Lucifer just so bluntly agrees with Chloe. Oh, his his fingers was in the pot. He was dipping his hands. He's not a hero. He got shot because he was involved mm-hmm. and not a good cop. Dan may know. I'm guessing Dan mm. shot him. I'm guessing that that Dan shot this dirty cop. And I don't think Dan. No, know. I don't think Dan shot him. I think Dan. Is involved though. Okay. With but I the feel dirty like cops. If he's gonna be involved, mm. he's gotta be deeply involved. And I think he could be maybe That's they don't, a good point. You know, and I think he could be a dirty cop himself or was a dirty cop for that weekend, that Palmetto mm. weekend, <laughs> and then shot him because something went wrong. So it could have been that. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. I see that. I think um you know, you'd have to be you'd have to be in pretty deep to like Go through being separated with like a super super attractive woman like Chloe, mm-hmm. oh. like you and you and you have a child with her. Like, you know, you'd have to be blackmailed in some sort of big way to give that up. Mm-hmm. Well, I also and she's think, a good woman. Yeah, I, I also think that's, that's yeah, she's great. So she also like, broke up with him. I got the feeling. So I feel like something happened that made her want to break up with him. Mm-hmm. That's, I, Which could lead to the dirty cop involvement. So yeah. I could see where that could come into play. Like she suspected him or something. I'm not. I'm not too sure. Yeah. But I feel like there's a reason that, or he didn't back her in that whole mm-hmm. argument that happened. He tried to play it safe while she wasn't playing it safe mm-hmm. in the in the force. So that could have been why they broke up. But I feel like it's mostly uh, on him. And then she she yeah. like made the axe fall. And they work together, so that's even trickier, you know, having to see your ex on Mm -hmm. the precinct every day. You're like, hey, long time no see. Especially when he dumped you to be with the boys. Yeah. And make fun of you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dying to know if Trixie has the same abilities that Chloe has. Mm Mm-hmm. That's like my, because maybe it runs in the family or something. Yeah. We got She's intuitive for sure. Oh, was it last week's episode where Trixie mentions the classmate? Uh-huh. Yeah, you really Noah. like Lucifer because uh-huh. you shot him. Okay, so Trixie's obviously rooting for Lucifer. Oh, yeah. Trixie's yeah. shipping Closifer. Closifer? <laughs> yeah, or Lu- 
Creeping the living F out of Chloe. Mm-hmm. And while Chloe she's sends sleeping. her while mm-hmm. she's sleeping. So Mazakin can obviously get real close to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we we kind of see her ninja abilities in this episode. Oh, yeah, you see her knock out all those gang members. Yeah, she pops out of the darkness and kind of gets all demon on their faces. Which is great, because her character has been so useless so far. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because there's sometimes there's there was that one scene where there was a bit of a demon angel fight. That went on in a previous episode. You see her kind of face down a group with Lucifer, but she didn't really get to do anything. And this time, I think that's why I like this episode so much, is because she got to flex her demon muscles mm-hmm. a little bit. So, like, it's it's it just seemed like... We finally get to see the character for what it is. Yeah, yeah. and also people use their powers rather than them just being, like, having powers and solving crime. And so. Ivan Soto in the chat, no, mm-hmm. not Ducifer. <laughs> He's not feeling that. No. Not gonna go drop a Ducifer. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Also, no one's saying Ducifer. If if twenty five of you guys are watching right now, there's no reason we shouldn't have twenty five thumbs up on the video right now. Yes. yes. Oh, iTunes. I haven't done iTunes. We need to wrap up, so I'm gonna do okay. real quick iTunes reads, and then uh, uh, okay. guys, one hell of an after show by Melissa Darnold. Can't get over how much I love this after show. I love the comic book tie-ins from Dave Child and the wonderful Woo. different theories from the entire panel. And myself, in loving direction of show is going, and can't wait to see how it progresses and what you all think. Wonderful. Best after show by Care Care 2016. The show Lucifer is wonderful and the after show is the best. The hosts are so on point about or about on point. It's funny because they say something what I think when I watch the show. They Also, the comments are very, very funny. <laughs> Super great. Fantastic Girl says, great podcast. Love how everyone reviews the show and you mentioned so many specific details that happened through the episode. P.S. You guys are doing an amazing job. And uh, 73th73 says, great hosts, love the info you get on the recaps, just wish Isis was, uh, <laughs> she wishes Isis was back, um, and, uh, we do too. yeah, and that's four five-star reviews, so let's get some more five-star Very reviews, and we'll cool. show you guys, thank awesome. you, thank you, let's do real quick predictions, oh, it says 11.55, not 11.59, sorry, yeah, I misread okay. that, but you guys ready for predictions anyway? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, cool. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Samantha Benitz. Okay, we'll start it off. Well, I'm not really sure what Maze's power is going to be, but since she's keeping such a watchful eye over Chloe, my assumption is maybe she's going to go into her dreams, or I don't really know what is going to happen next, but I know nice. she's going to affect her in some regard, yeah, mm-hmm. either physically or mentally. And then, furthermore, I saw a little snippet from next week's episode, and I saw that some important container is missing. So, of course, that's in the trailer so no spoiler alerts here but we will see what exactly the contents of that box is questionably the wings I which we brought up guess. earlier yeah that's my big prediction and yeah we'll see what happens so i'll lead into dave's predictions yeah i think it's I mean, a good segue here yeah that was, that's basically my <laughs> prediction is because uh next week they're talking about that there's a gift he got from his father lucifer got from his father that's in uh, a storage container that went missing and it's very important to him, and I'm guessing it's his wings. And I think that's going to become a plot point about who has the wings, why they're missing. Uh, if it's going to be Amenadiel and uh, Maze, maybe they're the ones that stole it. Mm-hmm. Or it could just be it could be some new player we haven't even met yet. So okay. it's um, that's going to be uh, that's going to be a great one. I think I think next week's going to be good. I think his wings will be on display at an art show. <laughs> you think that could be? I think that'd be a really interesting way of like being like some some like criminal collected them, thinking that it right. was some like high tech something or other. <laughs> Although they already kind of did art in this one, yeah. So. I know. I was thinking maybe in Venice they'll like have some type of like production out there. I don't know. It right. just have to be somewhere bizarre and cool. Could be a new player to mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. Might be interesting to see what's His going wings on. Wings are powerful, mm-hmm. so it'd be. A way to get Lucifer's power if they get the wings. So let's say maybe it was Lucifer Morningstar, the other guy who tried to be Lucifer Morningstar. That's true. We didn't really see. 
He doesn't mm-hmm. really get killed or anything. He's still around. And he might come back as some mastermind that we didn't ever think of. <laughs> oh. Or it could be another angel, or it could be another demon, or it could be anything. Right. Because mm-hmm. there's literally no clues to mm-hmm. what it is. Right. Um. You said something about how there was like a shift in, in play, right? In the future one? I am certainly hoping so. Oh, okay. I'm really <laughs> excited because I know that they have so many episodes to kind of move this show in different directions. So, right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that we get a cool little shift in the storytelling. Cool. Me too. But I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, me too. Cool. Uh, guys, that's our show. I'm going to shout out right. some people in the chat because we have a second real quick. Uh, Boo69Bs, Ivan Soda, Sylvia Love, let's move up, Death, Reaper 6 Bailey, Luca, Grunenfelder, it's 8am where he is, Grunenfelder, wow. Boo69Bs, I, I guess is always there. <laughs> Anastasia Sherry, who was the one who told me about the uh, anime's name. Nice. Yeah, you guys, thank you so much for Five watching. Five points for that one, that was a good... <laughs> reference right there. I can't believe she knew the name. I'm impressed. I mean, all you guys gotta do to help us out, we do all these shows for free. Honestly, do the iTunes thing, do the thumbs up thing, but just tell a friend. You know, a lot of people watch TV alone and then just dwell on it in their rooms and cry because they have no one to talk about. Well, we're somebody to talk to. You can talk to us. You can can live chat us. Live live chat chat us. us, Tweet at us. Talk to us throughout the week about what you think is gonna happen in this show because we wanna talk to you guys because we know what it's like to be sitting in a room Eating a gallon of ice cream, being alone, and crying that you have no one to talk to Breaking Bad about. But I'm not speaking from personal experience here, guys. No. Obviously not. Clearly not. Because I told you that in confidence. Clearly, <laughs> I'm more of a sour cream jug person. <laughs> oh, oh, God. God. <laughs> guys, uh, thank you for tuning in. Oh, uh, man, on that note. <laughs> of course. Throughout the week, please feel free to subscribe and follow us on Twitter. Dave, where can we find you on Twitter? At Mr. Dave Child on Instagram and Twitter. And find me at Dave Child. And Samantha Benitz. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Samantha underscore Benitz. And of course, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at Stephen the Mew. That's S T P H E N L E M I E U X. And be sure to check out our other network, The Popcorn Talk, which I'm producing stuff for every day from Star Wars discussions to Marvel to DC to movie reviews to anything you can think of. Check out The Popcorn Talk at youtube.com slash popcorn talk network and on Twitter at The Popcorn Talk. Thank you so much to Mark for engineering. Uh, hey. He's in the booth doing all that stuff. <laughs> the fawns so, right there. Thanks for that. That's <laughs> it. We will be back yes. next week. Yep. yep. And don't be fooled because there's 29 days in February. So it will be February 29th Whoa. when we are back. Yes, February 29th. So the invisible day that will not have an anniversary for five years. Next week, we're going to be here. I'm rambling at this point. Guys, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.